Welcome to Unleash Your Niche with me, Amy Cager, the podcast aimed at helping you get clear on your business niche and identity so you can stand out, become the go-to person in your field and attract more of the right customers. Enjoy the episode. Do you currently create content, but perhaps you're not as regular or as consistent as you would like, or maybe you very rarely produce any content at all, or maybe you never have done. And yes, you can have a good business without content, but we don't just want good, do we? We want great, and actually we want better than that, in fact. We want fan-bloody-tastic. So you want to be able to stand out and you want to be known as the number one person or business in your field. So content is going to be something we are obviously talking about to do with that. So today I am going to be talking about content and your content is going to be the key or going to be a key in getting your business known and in positioning yourself as that go-to person. So this is why it's really important and this is what I'll be talking about today. So I'm going to share why it is so important to be more intentional with your content and not just producing things for the sake of it or because you know that content is good and that you should feel you should be producing it for your business. But it's thinking about that bigger picture and the impact it can have on your business. So first, I thought we'd take a little step back and think about why you create content to start with. Why is it a good idea? We know it's a good idea. We, we know it's something we should be doing. But why? Why do we do it? Because, you know, it can take a lot of time. It is really time consuming, not only with thinking of what you need to what you know what topics you might want to cover but the creating it the writing it the filming it the the whatever it does take a lot of time so why should we do it so okay we want to share our knowledge don't we we want to help our customers and potential customers our audience out with the problems that they're having we want to give them tips we you know help them out with whatever that problem is that they're having we want to be able to show off what we know without having to sell every five minutes. You know, we don't have to keep producing, you know, buy from me, buy from me, buy from me kind of stuff. We can we can get people to get to know us through our content and the things that we create. We do it to build relationships, say to build that know, like, and trust with people. So the, there's some really key things of why we do it when we know it's good. But what else should we be thinking about when we are creating our content and why being more intentional with our content can maybe motivate us that even even more to help us be consistent, to help us think, you know, maybe even what on earth should I write? Because I know that is a problem of not knowing what you should be doing and then that causes procrastination. So first of all, I'm going to talk about what type of content I'm talking about here. And I'm talking about your hero content. So that could be your blog, your videos like YouTube videos or podcast, that kind of main 
key piece of content, you know, that permanent piece that people can look at and refer to um, that will be on your website, that will, say, be on a podcast provider or YouTube, that key bit of content. And in this case, I'm not going to be talking about social media posts because they come and go. You know, they're great for the moment, you know, when you are scrolling and you happen to see a a good post or you see a story or something like that. They're good for that moment, but they do get trumped. You know, they get trumped by your newer content. They get trumped by other people's contents. So they're not something that's there all the time. That's that's a different type of content that I that's not going to be what the main thing that I'm going to be talking about today. So that's the content that I'm talking about, those big key things. So then what does intentional mean? What do I mean by that? And okay, we know if we, you know, we look in a dictionary, that the description is something that we do deliberately or on purpose. So it's thinking about, okay, what does that mean when it comes to your content? And it's thinking about why these pieces are so important. So apart from things I said earlier about why we know this is a good idea and why we create these things, you know, we want to share our knowledge, we want to build relationships and rapport with your audience. But say what they are also really good at is positioning yourself as that go-to person. And it is this that you should be thinking about as well and why you should start being intentional with it for that reason. So with this hero content is thinking about how you can be more purposeful. You've got that intent. You've got a bigger picture idea of what this all means. It's not just creating that piece of content, you know, weekly or or thinking of it as you go along, like, hey, what should I create this week? It's having that kind of bigger picture and having more of an intention of what it's actually going to achieve for you and your business by creating these pieces of content. And a lot of business are missing out on this. You know, they're not creating much or any hero content at all, even though we know it's a good idea. So what happens if you did? What happens if you did do it regularly and what that would mean for your business? So as I say, we know it's good. We, we know content is a thing that we should be doing, but what else can it help with? So we know it can build that know, like, and trust, but what else is it good for? So I'm going to share four reasons why being intentional and creating your hero piece of content on purpose with more thinking than say, what shall I write this week? So it will be much more of a game changer for your business. So this can be the thing that will help elevate your business, can make you stand out, all those things. So what are the reasons? So the first one, number one, is that it is a key, as I say, to positioning yourself as that go-to person and being known for what you do. So if you've got reams of content, you've got all this stuff that's on your website, that's talking about all sorts of things around the subject area, you know, helping your people, the potential client colleagues, all those people are going to know you've got all this content and they're are going to know that you are the one that knows all about this topic. So you are going to be the person that they come to, the person they refer. So if they're talking to one of their customers or a friend of theirs, you know, business friend, anything like that, they're going to think of you. They're going to want to collaborate with you. 
they are going to ask you to speak on their stage, if they have events, or to their audience, if they've got online communities, or they're going to be a customer that wants to buy from you. So it's so important for positioning. And this is, uh, I say, a really key aspect for doing this. So it's thinking about what do you want to be known for? You know, and this is your chance to position yourself and your business by using your content. So thinking about how you can use this to be known for that thing, as this is going to be the safe thing, because this is what people are going to know you for this thing, because it's going to be something that you are going to talk about a lot and you are going to give loads of great insights into, say, the thing that you do. So number two, you can answer all those questions that your audience has or may have before they have a chance to ask them. And this could be about your product or your service. You know, people might have questions about working with you. It could be just answering those main key pain points, those problems that you know your A-list client has. It can be giving tips or how they can kind of reach that transformation that they might want to receive, all sorts of things. But if you have all the questions that you're answering, you are going to be become number one. So if all their questions they've got, you've already answered. So you are going to be the number one person that they go to. So they're not only going to think you're awesome because you have got all this interesting things that will really help them out and will, you know, it does help with that, you know, like and trust. Obviously, if you're there and you've got everything covered, but they're going to think of you next time they have a question, you are going to be that fountain of knowledge you know, their Google on on your subject. They won't bother using Google. They will just come to you instead. So if you are answering all those common questions, it means that you can start to use your content as well for things like uh, if people are asking these same questions in a Facebook group. So if you know you've already answered these key common questions that you know loads of people keep asking you over and over again, you can you know, rather than just commenting on that post, you can send them over to your blog post or your piece of content that answers that problem. So not only does that one allow you to go into a lot more detail, of course, because you have a lot more time and space, but it also shows you are the expert in that thing. So whatever the thing that you are doing, it's going to just give you that extra bit of kudos that you are going to be the person that they should be speaking to because it's not just someone giving an opinion on a comment. It elevates you that little bit more because you've got an official thing where you've answered this question and you know how to answer it. So it's just thinking about how you can use these questions and say it's being a bit more intentional. It's thinking, okay, how can I use these? So rather than just being thinking, Oh, what should I do my content on? Or even in the moment, oh, yes, I'll just write a blog post on that or create a video on that. It's thinking, okay, how else can I use this? Because this could actually be really handy, say, with that number one thing that's about positioning yourself and also being really good at answering those questions so people start to come to you. Number three is that you can create fans, loyal listeners, watchers, readers, followers, however you create your piece of content. And having that big backlog of content, you know, rather than just going to your website, for instance, and you've only got like two blogs on there, if you've got 
lots and lots of pieces of content. It's a great way for people to get to know you because they can binge watch or listen or read or however your your content is produced. And it will be something they will look forward to next week or next month whenever you create that piece. So it's having a think about that. It's not just say, yeah, they'll be looking forward to, they'll come to you, which you don't quite get on social media in the same way. Because I say, is that more instant thing? If you see a post, you see a post. Yes, if you enjoy following someone, but it tends to have to pop up in your feed for you to remember. You don't necessarily search people out in the same way as you would if you were a regular listener to a podcast or watching videos or reading a blog, whatever. You kind of look forward to it, which is a little bit different. And number four, your hero content is a fantastic opportunity to get your key messages across that form your niche, you know, why you are different, how you are different, you know, your personality, things that you might want to amplify about you that makes you stand out and why you're different to other people. You know, you're answering those pain points and showing that transformation. You know, you're really understanding your A-list customer and how they think and how they tick and why they need you. So it's it's really good opportunity for that. So getting your key messages of your business across. And all these things, say getting your personality, all those things are going to really help you stand out and you're going to be known for you and you won't be the same as everybody else. So it's really thinking about that. And you won't be saying the same things as everybody else either. So this is your chance with your hero piece of content to mix things up, to put your views across. You know, we don't want any kind of beige sheep. We don't want you just doing the same as everybody else. This is your chance to to say your key messages for your business and then getting people to react to those. So you can achieve some really great things with your content. But all these things, you know, won't really happen if every six months or longer you might create one piece of content. So what would it really mean if you were consistent with this content creation? So it sounds so obvious what I'm about to say, but if you were going to do a piece of content every week, in a year's time, you would have 52 pieces of content. Okay, maybe 51 because of Christmas week. But, uh, or even if you did it bi monthly, so twice a month, you would have 26 pieces, which is a lot. You know, if you saw that on someone's website, that is a lot of content that you will be producing. But if you don't do any, you will have zero. You will have nothing in a year's time. You will have nothing, or you will have like one or two pieces. And I know that's obvious. <laughs> You know, that is a really obvious thing, but sometimes you just need to be a bit obvious because it's something you kind of, even though you know it, and if someone said it to you, like I am to you now, you're kind of like, well, yeah, I get that. You know, if you don't do it, you don't have any pieces. And if you do it every day, you will have a lot of pieces and that makes sense. But sometimes we don't think about things in that way. And I say, you're thinking more of the week, week to week rather than maybe that bigger picture. And I know firsthand what it is like to be like that, as I was pretty terrible at creating regular key pieces of content. I wasn't very consistent at all. I had bursts of activity and then I did nothing for a while and I had all the excuses. You know, I don't don't think I like writing. I don't have the equipment to make good YouTube videos and I think my flat's too noisy. 
to make a podcast because I hear traffic all the time. So I never really got round to it. But then I made myself and I think it was Janet Murray. And she said something like along the lines of if you were in the same place as you were now, you know, in a year's time, how would you feel? And, you know, that kind of thing does kind of, you know, make you kind of go, oh, my God, yes, that's so true. And that's a bit scary, isn't it? When you think, okay, I could just carry on as I am. And in a year's time, I'll be no better off. You know, I won't have created any content. I'll be in the same place, really. Okay, some things might have changed in your business or whatever. But in terms of things like positioning yourself and getting yourself known for something and being seen as that go-to person or that expert, it would just be a wasted year, really, if you're not choosing to position yourself or making more of the things that say make you stand out and, and make anything that you want to be known for. So I thought, yeah, I definitely need to pull my finger out. I've been saying I want to produce content. So, you know, I need to do it. So that very week, I think I heard this, I started creating content and I started doing Facebook lives kind of as I, as I am now. And after a while, I started making them into the podcast as well. And then within a month, I had four pieces. I know I am good at my maths. And, you know, within two months, I had like eight pieces or maybe a bit more because some months have five weeks. And now I'm on well, episode 25 of the podcast um, with this very episode. And, you know, I've turned them into blogs as well. So I've got over 25 blogs on my website now because I've had... I've created blogs before and I haven't necessarily done all of them. I said I did a bit of blogs first, then I did Facebook Lives, and then I turned them into podcasts. So those have been a bit more. So it doesn't really take that long to create a lot of content. And you can start to get a bit of momentum on that. And I say it doesn't take long because I remember thinking, even after a couple of months, I was like, wow, I've suddenly got eight pieces. Like, where did that come from? That could have been two months that I could have quite easily have just faffed about again and not created any. And now I've got eight pieces of content and it was only a couple of months. That was nothing at all. As I say, it's one of those really obvious things, but sometimes you just need to think of it in a different way. I know I did. And then suddenly I was like, God, yeah, that makes so much sense, even though obviously that would be the case. So the reason I'm pointing out all these really basic sums <laughs> is because you know, if you came across two people doing similar things, but one person has 26 pieces of content on their website or, you know, a lot of content and the other person has none or they have kind of two or one or two or three sporadic pieces of content, who are you going to trust more? Who are you going to choose to be the speaker of your event or invite to do a masterclass or training to your audience, the one with the 26 pieces or, or the one with none. It's going to be the one with 26 pieces, isn't it? Because they are going to prove that they know their stuff and they are the ones that you should be picking because they know all about whatever that topic or subject is. They are going to be your go-to person. And, and I know for a fact that with my content, that has definitely helped me being invited to create masterclasses, for communities and be asked as guests on podcasts. And I know for sure that if I didn't have that, it would have made it a lot harder, but also people wouldn't have chosen me. They, you know, they may not have done. And I know with couples, especially at the um, beginning, that was what they asked for. They wanted to see 
what I'd done or they had been looking at what I, I had produced. So it really, really is an important thing. And this just goes to show the power of being consistent in your content as it really starts to position you and your business as that go-to person. So by creating all this content as well as doing all those great things and really important things like building those no, no like and trust, it's also elevating your business and you are positioning yourself as the person who can talk about your subject till the cows come home. You know so much about it. You're not just copying what other people are saying or just doing things for the hell of it. You, you have a purpose and you know your subject inside out. So if someone needs help with the thing that you do, guess where they're going to come to? They're going to come to you for the answer. And I think, you know, this, this part isn't really appreciated or it's not just thinking about what your piece of content can do today. So the day you post it or the, the day you create it, it's thinking more long-term as well. And this is why you need to be more intentional with what you create. So it's thinking about, okay, the bigger picture of what does this actually do for my business rather than just being helpful for that moment that someone might read it. There is bigger intention with what content can create for you and your business. So it starts to you know, become not just winging it each week or each month. It's thinking about how you know, it can make this one piece great and something your audience wants to here, but also the long-term plans as well. So now if you're getting a bit more revved up thinking, yeah, oh my God, I need to up my content game. I've been rubbish, you know, but I'm not sure if I have the time, you know, what should I write about? Where shall I start? All those things that I know gets in people's ways when they do think of content. I've got some quick actions for you to help you get started with being a bit more intentional with your hero content. So the first one is just make some time in your diary, you know, put some time in your diary to create it. You know, if you don't block out the time, it, you know, weeks, weeks become months, you know, days become weeks become months. And that's the problem. And it, and it is hard, you know, especially if you are busy and you've got your routine set out already, but it will make a really big difference to your business and how you position yourself. And it's that thinking of that year thing again, you know, where do you want to be in a year's time or six months time even? And so it's thinking, how can you think ahead of where you want to be rather than just week on week? And this will really, really help with that. And, you know, it's getting in, it really will help with getting known for that thing that you do. So it is really worth doing. So once it is in your diary and part of your routine, it will become easier you know, and it's thinking about what time of day is best for creating your content. You know, it's thinking about all these things, but once it's in your diary, it will be much easier. The second thing is choose a platform that you like and can stick to. So this is choosing whether it should be a blog, a video or a podcast, <laughs> the things. So, and at the beginning, if you're not creating any or not much content, so make sure you're doing something that you enjoy you know, that will help with the consistency because if it's something you are, you know, that you dread, that you find really difficult, you will find it really difficult. So choose what one you think will be best and choosing, choose that type of content that will be the least resistance for you. So I started with Facebook Lives mainly because it was the quickest route to get things done. 
you know, I had to do it because I said I would do it. You know, I said I would go live every Friday. I think I've always done it Friday at two o'clock and I've just done that. I've had to show up because I've said I would, you know, so I've got that accountability. Otherwise you can just put it off. You know, if I had it as a slot, you know, the same slot two o'clock on a Friday, I might be busy. And then I might go, okay, I'll do it at three o'clock. I'll do it at four o'clock. And that's when it becomes the next week. But also once it's done, it's done. Yes, I have to prepare it, but you know, you just have to get on with it. You have to do a live. There's no re-recording, retaking. And so that for me was the easiest way to get it done. You know, I didn't have to worry about all these other things. I was like, okay, how can I create regular content that's super easy for me? The third thing is if you're going to do a podcast or video series, don't just interview guests. You don't want to be known as just an interviewer. You are the expert. So make sure you have episodes that are just of you. So you can show your knowledge and position yourself because this is what it's all about. So if you are just continually interviewing guests, people are going to be interested in the guests. You are just going to be asking questions. You're not going to be showing your knowledge. And that's not to say you can't interview guests, absolutely, but don't have it only as guests. Make sure you have times where you're showing that you are that expert. Number four, don't just say the same things to everyone else. Okay, SEO specialists will probably say they want to, you know, make sure, you know, go and have a look at what blogs or whatever are proving really popular and create a similar one. Okay, that's great. But you also want to stand out. You want to make sure you have, make your mark on it. You know, we want to think about it from your take on it. We don't want to just be doing the same pieces of content that you can read everywhere else because everyone can read that everywhere else. They want to be coming to you. So thinking about what do you want to be known for? What is your niche? How can you get that across? And what's that thing that makes you different? So it's really, really thinking about that. And the fifth one is keep going. So even if no one or not many people are reading, watching, listening, and it can be so demotivating, um, you know, you can just think, oh, you're wasting your time. You know, I won't bother. It's not getting me anywhere, but keep going because, you know, I'm someone who I'm really bad. I want instant results for everything that I'm doing. (laughs) I instant need, I need that instant kind of, is this working? Is this not? But you do have to see how things going. And I say, it's thinking about that bigger picture and how, you know, this is going to help say, and that year down the line, think of those 51, 52 pieces of content and how much of a difference that is going to make. So, you know, this is when most people give up because people yeah, in, need that instant gratification. They're not thinking of that long game. They're thinking of, okay, I don't think many people read that. What's the point? I won't do it next week. But it's, it's pushing through this. And yet you might want to review your content every now and again because, you do, you know, you do want it to start building traction, especially if you're promoting it properly, but it's just to keep going. And that is the key. It's not to, not to give up because that's when you end up with only two pieces again. You do it, you're, you're keen for two, two weeks or two months, whatever, and then you get out of doing it again. So as you can see, there's more to content and just thinking of topics and writing them and creating videos or say podcasts or blogs. And hopefully being more intentional also stop those feelings of, 
oh, I'm busy this week. Oh, it won't matter if I just do it next week instead. And yes, your content is absolutely for your audience and for your customer, but there are so many doors. Creating consistent content will open for you, which is really, really exciting and why you need to have more of a purpose and an intention when you're creating your content. I hope that helped you think about how you can be a bit more intentional about your content and what consistent hero content, whether that's a blog, videos or a podcast, can do to elevate the status of your business. And even though it can be tough to make time to produce and promote this content, the effect it can have on positioning you and your business is really worth it. Let me know how you get on. And don't forget to come and join me and lots of other awesome solopreneurs over in my Facebook community, Unleash Your Niche, which is the place to be if you want to get clear on your niche so you can stand out and position yourself as the go-to person. Just search Unleash Your Niche in Facebook and come and join us. So that's all from me. I'll catch up with you next time or over in the group. Have a fab week. Thanks so much for listening to the Unleash Your Niche podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, do please check out amykager.com where you'll find more to help you get focused and clear on your niche and how to amplify that in your communication. 